We're celebrating quite the milestone today. Uh, the fact that we've made it through the first, uh, what, 10 days of the Trump presidency? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I think <laughs> the time seems to... Where, where does it go? It, it's tough to tell if it's going faster or slower. Because, like, what, what, what would it be if you feel like a year has passed, yet it's only been 10 days? Is that time moving really slowly? I, I think I it... tell. I think it is because it feels like the amount of news that's been generated over these 10 days has to be like closer to six months worth of news from just, you know, a handful of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I am probably going to, I think I mentioned this last week or maybe this was in person, but I, I, I think as I, I don't want to disengage from this whole thing, but I think for a little bit of escapism that I need, for my own sanity, I think I'm going to start rewatching the West Wing. I, I think that is an excellent idea. I would, I would highly encourage that. I need to see what a functioning government looks like. Yeah, I've, I've considered doing that too. I think, I think the same amount of time has passed now from the last time I watched it as had passed between the first and second time that I watched it. So, so I'm due. Yeah. But no, the real milestone is that uh, this apparently, it snuck up on us, but this is episode 100. 100. The first 100 days. No, no, that's the wrong, wrong 100. The 100th episode. Yeah, it, did, it took us two and a half years, though. Yeah. yeah. But well, we got that's, there. That's, that's not bad. I mean, I, I think, yeah, we haven't skipped all that many weeks. No, no, we, 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 we run uh, ahead of schedule under budget. That's yeah, that's right. Um, so you know, one we'll we'll talk more um, not this week, but in in weeks to come. But we're sort of revamping uh, the website, kind of doing some things on the back end, and um, part of um, this migration that's happening is I went back and had to tweak some of the um, episode titles or the, kind of like the formatting of the episode titles, and it had occurred to me, or I had kind of forgotten about this, that um, I think it was like. Four of our first maybe eight or ten episodes, they they were two parters. So we would have like there'd be like a part one and a part two. Do you remember that? I don't. So you're saying that we recorded extra long episodes and you split them up into two episodes? That's right. Yeah. That seems like cheating the listeners. It does. I know. I you know I can can only apologize. Yeah. We've we've come we've come a long way in a hundred episodes. I guess is what we're trying to say we have uh i did some math on this and to put this into a greater perspective because i think that's what we all need right now uh someone could start listening to episode one and take a road trip from anchorage alaska to miami florida go to a pitbull concert and drive back and just barely have finished uh listening to all of our episodes back to back oh is that is that true mm-hmm wow Yep, 140 hours of uh, riveting audio entertainment. So how in this uh, hypothetical scenario, how long is that Pitbull concert? Uh, he's quite the showman, so I estimated it at three hours. Okay, yeah. There's yeah. probably like an intermission or something there, right? Did, do, they, they don't, do they do intermissions of those kind of shows? Does that mean that everybody goes to uh, SeaWorld? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of what's in Florida other than... Yeah, so um, I think when we started this, uh, 
Me. We wouldn't. I guess it wouldn't be an episode of this program without you offending at least one of the fifty states. So. What fifty states? So, ni- so Are, nicely done. I don't offend anybody except for that one time. I think this was the episode where I talked about the flyover. <laughs> what was it? The, the flyover conference. Oh yeah, that um, that sounds familiar. <laughs> we were talking about the NBA finals or something, but oh boy, <clears throat> yeah. So I think a hundred oh. episodes is what we. Um, that's what we set out to do. So. Um, yeah, we can we can wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, good uh, good week or big big week. Good yeah. show. Nice talking to you. Uh-huh. Uh no, yeah, no. I think I think we'll uh, we'll keep doing this thing. Yeah, it's it's what pays the bills. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 true. More uh more more so than ever for uh for reasons we won't get into on the air here. Uh, so, but anyway, uh we've been doing this a very long time actually. Uh and uh, it's been fun. And the one thing that I think we've never really done is we've never really talked about, well, one, I don't think we ever introduced ourselves, so we'll, we'll get into that. I'm not sure people actually know which one's which. Um, you're, you're Jeff, right? Mm-hmm. With a G. <laughs> yeah. That's it. G, G-E-O-F-F. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that the hell I, they... I, I used to I used to work with a, uh, with a Jeff who spelled his name that way. I feel like you can't you can't trust some you can't trust a Jeff who spells his name that way. Yeah, you can't trust people with two first names, and you can't trust people with uh, names weird, that are weird spellings. Yeah, yeah, non traditional spellings. Yeah, yeah. It's like I've seen. I'll occasionally see Ryan where it's R I A N. Can't can't trust those people. I've legitimately never seen that. That's not a thing, is it? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen it a couple times. <laughs> that's that's uh, not even possible. It's no. No, it is. I am serious. I've I've seen it. I'm gonna look this up later offline. Okay. But okay. Anyway, so but also I think maybe when we started this show, I'm not sure. Like when we were naming it, when when we were like planning it, I'm not sure exactly. We thought very intently on what we were trying to do, and I think the the show has probably um, evolved and um, changed a bit since we first started. Right. Well, so yeah, so for you know, you to, to your earlier point to maybe provide some context for the for the folks, um, it's very Jody Avergan of us. Um, so the the first episode of this of this program was called Ace in the Sleeve, and the uh, the description that we have here is Ryan Carlos and the train which runs near Carlos's apartment <laughs> <laughs> introduced the show. So apparently we did. We 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 apparently talked about what the show was about, and discussed media on the Xbox and PlayStation Four, Amazon Instant Video, the nightmare of canceling Comcast. Which oh boy, that's <laughs> that's actually shockingly relevant. Which we might which we might get to. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's funny. Um, my, my, <laughs> Microsoft's misguided vision of Windows, declining iPad sales. Oh wow. Wow, actually, you know what? Maybe nothing's changed since that first episode. We, we, I swear, we didn't plan this. Um, Carlos's new mirrorless camera, and I, I misspelled your name there. Sorry. Um, and the uh, the Apple IBM partnership. Oh, and and Overcast. That's funny. So okay. I guess so. I guess I guess everything's changed, and nothing's changed. That was damn. That, that was a very wordy description. Well, this is this is before you started writing the descriptions. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> which is why which is why we why we have you do it now. Um. Wait. How did you spell my name? Did you add an extra e o in I, there? I, I've, I forgot. I forgot the s. 
That's fine. Okay. So you're, so you're just Carlo. That's all right. Um, wow. So literally nothing has changed in two and a half years. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. maybe get to some of this. Right. But I think back when we started a little bit, I think we maybe it was more of a two people on the internet talking, like recapping the week's tech news, of which there are now a billion shows that do that. Actually, I think at that time there probably were too. Um, so I think it's it's like evolved a little bit since then, right? I I, I think I think so. I, th- I think what we've developed, or at least what I like to think we've developed, is you know we we have opinions about things. So we do just you know to kind of lay the groundwork for what we're talking about. We'll sort of do some recapping, but I feel like particularly in the last six months or so, each show has really become a lot more about sort of our opinions on something and, you know, particularly where our opinions differ on something. And I, th- I think that's probably where um, the show has improved the most and has, you know, just in general sort of become a lot more unique and not not just two guys, you know, talking about technology on the internet. Sure. I mean, for me, I'm trying to, and I've, this has been a concerted effort over like the past 10 episodes, but I'm trying to make technology into into a four-letter word. And I think we are succeeding at that. Um, and we're kind of taking this this show from being like a introductory 101 course to uh, kind of like a nice upper division um, uh, discussion on things. I think that's working that's, out. That, that's right. That's right. And I think that's a nice segue. And we've, you know, we've, I think, I'm sure we've mentioned this occasionally on the program, but so you and I were both political science majors mm-hmm. um, at UCSB. And so I I think we have always occasionally brought politics into the conversation, but it certainly, I think, have also done that more as the, as the show's gone on, um, which I think, you know, a lot of that is just you and I becoming maybe a little bit more comfortable doing that. Um, and then also, there's just been a lot more to talk about. Um, I think when the world's on fire, you kind of, I don't know, it's, it's tough to only talk about how the Apple Pencil charges. July 24, 2014 was the date of that first episode. So, it's um things things have changed a bit politically since then. Very much so. But no, I think um maybe reintroducing ourselves is sort of a, a good idea and then kind of describing what we what we think the show currently is and maybe sort of what we think it's going to be going forward. Yeah. Um, so, let's uh I have a couple of things I'm going to cover, so we'll we'll do this in a certain order. Again, and I'm also I'm, I'm structuring this like a, it's well orchestrated like a Trump press conference. <laughs> period. Mm-hmm. The you... most organized podcast on the internet. Period. Mm-hmm. We're going to go nuclear today. Ugh. Uh, I love it. Okay. Uh... Um. So actually, yeah. So for the people who let's let's pretend that this is everybody's first episode because everybody. When you're when you're starting a new TV show, you jump into season four. You don't watch from the beginning. Um, so, what would you say are kind of like the main themes of this show, or like the non-obvious things that maybe kind of uh, come up very frequently? So, other than the other than the T word, yeah, yeah, I've I've got a few, but I'll let you start out. So, I, we already mentioned politics. I, I think that comes up with enough regularity to be cited as a, a regular topic here. Um, I think our, our general interests or lack thereof in some cases of pop culture is sort of a recurring theme on the show. Um, 
And I think we also kind of just dabble into sort of things that we things that we like, you know, and it, it's a lot of times it's it's technology, but a lot of times it's just, you know, various services or products or whatever that we like. I mean, that that's sort of evolved into picks of the week. But even before we made that a thing, you know, I, I think that we've used this as a form of just, you know, talking about like a new podcast we like or like a new TV show we've been checking out, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think like yeah, sharing sharing what we enjoy and and that that's that's good whether that be TV or or sports or any of that kind of stuff. And and yeah, that in sports. Oh, how did how did I how did I not mention sports? Shame yeah, on me. That's that's become a, a a big part of the show. Like for me, it's mainly about my complete lack of knowledge about anything that's not baseball and, and you will uh, help educate me on that and knowing which teams Steve Ballmer owns and stuff like that and you've taught me that the uh Minnesota Bucks are a thing, and wait, wait hmm? the is it Minnesota or Milwaukee? <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks, yes, got it. And and they they built their stadium with uh, private money, right? Well, they don't they don't have a new arena, so I, I wait. Who who is it? Who's the one that Bill Simmons is always mad about? The, the, well, he's he's mad at a lot of them. Well, isn't it the the Bucks that got a new stadium, or they they somehow con the people out of? I think they've been trying to get a new arena. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it's them, but we'll 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 look it up and we'll edit it in post. Yeah. Uh huh. But yeah, so there's that, and then in terms of like T word things, I think Apple is <laughs> probably receives the most. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not really familiar with what they do. Yeah, they're, they're this. Uh, they, they make. Um, it's a failing company, right? Yeah they 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 made some speakers uh, and some stock and some socks and. Um, <laughs> And they returned all the money to shareholders, like uh, Michael Dell said. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and like in it, specifically with Apple, I think um, some of my uh, hobby horses, I think that's a term. Uh, Is uh, it? Yeah. That's, isn't that the things that you always get really mad about or they, that it's like bees in your bonnet? I think, I, think you're, for, I, think you're, I think you're thinking about Hobby Lobby. You understand that. What, what's his name? Go, Gosich? Or what? I, 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 I'm hesitant to say his name out loud. Apparently, even even though everybody's take is that you just pronounce it exactly how how it's spelled, I still am not a hundred percent sure that I'm I'm comfortable saying it out loud. Well, no, apparently he was very very on the side of Hobby Lobby, and and he yeah, does I, not, he I sees know. no distinction between religion. Look you, what you're, look you're, what you're, you're over you're over explaining my joke. But you're you're ugh, God, you're, you're derailing this whole thing. <laughs> anyway, well, so, but well what, it would what, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a true episode of the program without it getting slightly derailed, which maybe we we could also cite as a. Another recurring theme on the show. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to blaze through this because we got to get to the to the fun part of this. Uh, so, but like with Apple, like no, we're not just talking about iPods and iPhones and stuff. We're talking about the 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 more um, interesting parts of it. Which for me, as as an old crotchety person, uh, how Apple seems to be forgetting the Mac. How there seems to be this weird sect of the uh, technology community that tries to uh, replace their Macs with iPads and all that kind of stuff. And just kind of like how Apple is transforming in its quest to be like an iPhone first company. So I think, yeah, Apple seems to uh, take up the majority of the time. Well, I think one thing that we try to do about Apple in particular, and I, I, I like to think all the tech topics that we bring up here is we sort of come at them from the perspective of knowing that you know we're not the average consumer and that we are sort of in this little echo chamber of 
tech punditry, which I I get the increasing sense that a lot of the pundits that are out there covering this stuff maybe aren't quite as self-aware. So I like to think that that's something that um, makes us maybe a little unique. We're kind of like, we're, we aspire to be sort of like um, friend of the show, Jason Snell. And to round out my list, actually, um, I put that we are uh, the talking dead of Relay's Upgrade <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Because it comes out on a Monday, and it, it's a it's a, it's a fantastic show, which is far better. If you if you can only pick one uh, podcast to listen to that covers this kind of stuff, uh, it should be Upgrade. It should not be this show. So, so which one of us is Chris Hardwick? Is that you or me? It it, it was a metaphor for something else. <laughs> actually, I actually don't get the appeal of that guy. He seems like he's very nice, but he, he he's fine. He seems to be on everything. So. Well, he sort of he sort of hosts. And this is not a knock against him. It just kind of is what it is. He he hosts programs where it's not he's not supposed to be the center of attention. He's just supposed to be, you know, he's the train conductor. He's just keeping keeping things on the track. So he's like Tom Bergeron for millennials. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah, that's surprisingly surprisingly um on the nose. Good for him. Good for you. <laughs> no, but good for Chris Hardwick. He's probably, uh, um, I'm sure. No, I'm sure he's doing financially very well. I would yeah, think. he's he's laughing all the way to the uh, to the Venmo. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then <laughs> rounding this out, uh, yeah, I still don't know what that is. So uh, old age v- Venmo. Seems... Mm-hmm. It's really? a really it's a place where you share money, but you can't ma- share money privately. Is is my understanding of that product? No, there's there's an option to just have the activity that you're involved in be visible between just you and the other party. It's not the default, but you can you can change that. Still, I'm gonna stick with Square Cash, like all all good middle aged people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, rounding it out, that seems to be the, uh, sports and old age seem to be and Apple seem to be kind of the uh, the uh, the three branches of this this podcast. Checks and balances. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Do we still have that? Yeah, according to the WhiteHouse.gov, uh, the uh, legislative or sorry, the judicial branch is no longer a branch of government. Right. But, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure the I'm sure um, congressional Republicans will do just fine. Mm-hmm. I have complete faith. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it's gonna be a really bitter podcast. So that's all right. Well, that's the our 100th episode is as every episode of this program has been. It is a reflection of the times. Mm-hmm. So you think that sums it up? I think so. Yeah, no, I know. I think so. And, um, you know, I think maybe to then round this out with sort of introducing ourselves, because, I mean, ultimately, that's sort of what makes this program is, is you know, just you and me, which is, you know, I think we come we come from similar backgrounds in a lot of ways. But I think we I do think we think about things differently. I, I, I think we we disagree with more than we agree on this show, which is which I think is a good thing. I I, I consistently think, and I said this earlier, that I think the most interesting parts of the show are when we have a spirited discussion where we completely disagree. But unlike our current political environment, we can we can do so while you know still being still being good friends. Yeah, I would say that's probably pretty accurate. We spent a lot of time on this episode trying to get you to come around to the side of right. <laughs> and I would say, I guess maybe just on a kind of a sappier personal note, I, I think one of the, the things that I really enjoy about the show 
isn't even necessarily the, you know, one to two hours a week that we spend recording, but it's sort of the continuous dialogue that happens in between each episode, which, you know, used to just be, how did we used to do it before Slack? Was it just text messaging? I think it was. It, 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 was, it was very unorganized and had far fewer dog pictures. <laughs> but over the last couple of years that we've been, um, or at least the last maybe year and a half or so, have been using Slack. And that's been a great way to, you know, really just have sort of this just kind of running conversation where, you know, occasionally we'll drop in something which is legitimately useful for the program. But more often than not, it's just, you know, some funny link or some quirky picture, something which, um, which I really, um, I enjoy that throughout the week. All right. So we've never, I don't think we've ever formally introduced ourselves. And um, uh, I went searching online for some uh, interview questions. So we're, we're going we're gonna, to we're, we're gonna experiment with this. Which again is, is more, more relevant to me than ever, but we, but we won't get into that. Yeah. So, and, and and not that type of type of interview questions. This yeah, is maybe okay. A, okay. Gosh, thank you. This is maybe a mix of uh, a little uh, inside the actor studio, a little. Uh, uh, you're not, you're not going to ask me. You're not going to ask me where I see my career in five years, are you? That's not one of them. No, James Lipton has never asked Kevin Spacey that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but maybe a little inside the actor studio slash congressional uh, confirmation hearing slash <laughs> um, uh, pub quiz. So. Let's see. Uh, do you mind if I start with you? No, oh, please. I would. I would insist you do. All right. Can you please state your name for the record? Uh, so my name is Ryan. That's spelled R Y A N, <laughs> not with a B, as I frequently get called at Starbucks, but with an R. How would you spell Ryan with? How would you spell Ryan with a B? Well, no, they they think I'm saying Brian. I I don't, I don't know if it's just the way that I say Ryan, but it's it's often the case that when I say my name out loud, people go Brian. But then I, I talked to my, we just we were continuing to go off the rails here. But I talked to my cousin's husband um, over the holiday, whose name is Brian, and he has the exact opposite experience, where he says Brian, and people think he's saying Ryan. So I, I, I swear I won't answer every question <laughs> that long-winded. Sorry. Oh goodness. All right. Um, how did you hear about the position of podcast co-host? Well, um. I guess it started with with Twit, and then evolved into Five by Five, and I always thought it would be cool to to have one of these on my own. And I am yeah, lucky to know somebody who also has kind of a, a weird, crazy interest in this stuff, like I do. And so, you know, no host is complete without a co-host. So it all just kind of came together. Actually, to to, to side rail this what what has been so do you think you've like graduated from different like podcasts over the years because podcasting is now over 10 years old and I'm, i don't really know anybody that listens to like this week in tech or anything anymore yeah I, you know it's i actually was thinking about that recently and i can open up overcast real quick to to validate this the, so the only the only podcast i still listen to today that i did in like oh five oh six, whenever I started listening to podcasts, is well, it's called the the Giant Bombcast now. At the time, it was Gamespot's podcast, which was called what was that called? Uh, on the spot? No, that was their weekly video, whatever it was called. Anyway, Gamespot's podcast is it's it's the same host still, but they these are the 
you know, these just Jeff Gersman and those guys who got fired from CNET and then with that whole drama. Um, that's the, yeah, that's the one and only podcast I still listen to from that time. Yeah, it seems like the the podcast space has matured quite a bit, and it used to be just like a few small players, and now 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 it's a big deal. Yeah, I think that's big, why big money. I think that's why we're in it. Yeah, all that that's mattress right. money. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, uh, tell me a bit about yourself. A bit about myself. Well, um, you know, I I can remember being into technology from basically from when I can, when I start having, you know, start having memories of being a kid. Like I, one of my earliest memories is, you know, my dad bringing home our first desktop computer, which was some, some big IBM machine that had a, you know, a CRT monitor and a, um, what are those, what were those printers called that like the dot, dot matrix printers or something? Mm -hmm. The ones with the the... little tabs you have to fold off on the sides. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I was probably about three, maybe, maybe four when he brought that home. And both my sister and I actually were, were just completely infatuated by it. And, you know, I think consistently from that point forward, some of, you know, the best memories I had as a kid were things like, you know, going to Best Buy with my dad or, you know, building our first desktop computer. It was just, almost everything could always come back to technology in one way or the other. And, you know, I think what that's evolved into as an adult now is being really involved in the industry, which is what, you know, brought me up to good old San Francisco. And, um, you know, it's kind of what I, what I can see, see myself being interested in for, uh, for, you know, a long time to come. Wow, that hit upon like three different questions I had. Very nice. <laughs> and then just I don't know what 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 makes you tick? Uh, like outside of that, like what do you what do you, what do you like? You're a Giants fan. You're a yeah. I've always been you know always been a sports fan. When I when I was a kid, I was was a huge Lakers fan. My my mom grew up in the the Torrance area, and then her parents before her had also grown up in that area. So she she went to a bunch of Lakers games when she was a little kid. And then that, you know, kind of spilled off onto me. Um, we were also huge Angels fans growing up. And then, um, you know, as I've gotten older, I got more into football, been a, been a 49ers fan for a while. Um, and most recently have gotten uh, really into ice hockey, both, you know, following the, the Sharks, the local team up here, and then also starting to play it in the last eight months. So sports have always been, been a big thing. Um, and then, you know, the other thing for me is just I've been super lucky with where I've lived my whole life, you know, between growing up in Southern California, going to college in Central California, and then now living up here. It's There's always, you know, a ton to do, especially in San Francisco. Okay. Cool. All right, so I have a couple... I, I, get to, I get to ask you these too, right? You can do whatever you want, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to burn through all yours so uh, people can... Uh... You're gonna put chapter markers in this, right? Oh yeah, we we do that every week. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would never be able to tell. <laughs> All right, so I have I have some uh, some quick uh, three second questions for you. Okay, my answers. You mean my answers have to be less than three seconds? They just got you got you got to answer quickly. Okay, <laughs> are you implying that I haven't been answering quickly? No, no, but these are not meant to be like long and drawn out things. Okay. All right. So you can either uh, switch to Android for a year or go vegan. Switch to Android. Okay. 
uh, switch all your computing to an iPad or use a Chromebook? Oh. <laughs> use an iPad. Okay. But I wouldn't be happy about it. Okay. A 10-inch iPad or 13-inch iPad? 10. Okay. Ebooks or physical books? Ebooks. All right. You uh, adopt a golden retriever. That's a total uh, 13 out of 10. What do you name him or her? Branson. Hmm. That, that was really fast. Uh-huh. Why? That's that the name's already been picked out. But in what uh, in what context? Like you've just been thinking like if I get a dog or that's just a, a name you really like? Well, both. Or is it a location yeah. you really like? No, both. It is it is a location, yes, but but no, that that's not the origin of the name. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, the Giants and the Angels are uh, disbanded and are no longer baseball teams. Who is your new baseball team? Ugh. Hmm. Huh. I don't really. Ha- I don't really have a third favorite baseball team. Got to pick one. Um. Huh. Who would I pick? I guess maybe the. I guess maybe the Cubs. That's a very good, safe answer. I like it. They just have a very. I I respect the fan base a lot. Mm-hmm. It's got I some mean, history to it, and it's not God uh, over over a hundred years without a championship. That's that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what game show do you most like to be on? The Price Is Right. Even though it's no longer Bob Barker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you have Do you have a specific game in mind that you'd want to be able to play? I think. Oh my god, it's been so long since I've seen the show. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to give you like specific game names. But I I would want something where it at least wasn't just complete luck. Like I'd want there to. I, I would at least want to feel like win or lose that I I had at least a little bit of uh, you know, hand in my fate. Okay. Um. What is your favorite zero-cost day-off activity? Oh, man. Another really good question. I, th- I think it's today it's, it's just walking around the city. You know, I'm, I'm lucky to live in a, a fun, fun part of town, and um, especially like on a nice sunny day, it's, it's fun just to be able to, to walk around, which, which may end up, in, end up costing money depending on <laughs> where the walk takes us. But, um, but no, just, just walking around San Francisco is pretty great. All walks end at Blue Barn. <laughs> Which and that and that certainly is not free. All right, let's uh let's pivot to some technology stuff. Or sorry, T word stuff. Uh what product are you sad never succeeded? Oh man, that's another another really good one. So this doesn't have to be a quick answer. I think no, I actually no, I think I have an answer is was the original Xbox because I sold my original Nintendo, all the games I had, all the accessories I had, and saved up my allowance money for probably at least a year and ended up buying some huge big initial bundle that came out with like three games and extra controller, the whole thing. It's probably like six or seven hundred bucks. And I was so excited about that and was just I can totally remember the day that I got it. I remember the day I pre-ordered it. I remember the day I got it. I was so excited. And that that system just ended up being a complete dud. So was the product just completely unsuccessful? Because like the Xbox, 
overall has been a successful product mostly uh was that more of that microsoft just had the perseverance to skip through a lousy generation or did it or was it still fairly successful they just abandoned it i mean they well but they didn't if they made the 360 well but but then but i'm saying that they abandoned that console and game you know 360 games weren't backwards compatible of course with the original console so if you were somebody who invested in that original system you know that the original Xbox came out. I think it was O one, and then the the three sixty. I think came out like an O five or O six. It was like five years later, mm. which is, I mean, that's crazy. So you basically, after you know five years, were just left out to left out to dry. Well, they had to put all those development resources into Windows Millennium Edition. <laughs> that's right. Okay. What product are you surprised caught on? I th- I think it's it's got to probably be i've got two answers here i i i'm i guess i'm wavering between android and um alexa i i guess android just because android is android so much more widespread and i remember being able to kind of use android for the first time shortly after it came out and just thinking how horrible it was and it's just it's kind of it's remarkable that it's just become like the de facto, you know, number two or number, I guess number one, depending on how you look at it. Okay. And did you have the echo on mute already? I literally pressed the button right before I said it. Good. Good. What company or technology do you think people are underestimating right now? I would, you know what? I would still, even though some people are pretty bullish and the valuation is through the roof and everything, but I would still say Uber. Okay. Especially if they can follow through with their self-driving initiatives, which I mean, I know it's, it's had some uh, some bumps in the road here, but I if they if they human ones um, <laughs> they stick with it, um, you know they they have the potential to to really change the way that car ownership works, and I would I would also put Tesla right in that same that same conversation too. Okay, and I think you know to get sneak in a little bit of news with that right so just today they changed their name from tesla motors to just tesla which i think is sort of telling about the you know the direction that they want to go which is which is pretty obvious from you know the solar city acquisition and just some of the things that they've talked about with sort of this phase two of the master plan you know they've got they've got some big some big things in store so i think with both uber and tesla if they if they execute, they can do, you know, even bigger things than what um, maybe what we think they're going to be able to do. Yeah. And I think uh, going back to earlier, I think that is one of kind of the unspoken or not unspoken, but the uh, kind of um, continuous themes of this program is is self-driving cars and also Uber and its kind of its um, business attitude. Cactus of society. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Um. What do you think is a trend that's being overhyped right now? I think smart home stuff. <laughs> like I, I hmm. think, I think, I think we'll get there, but I, I think that we're pretending that we're closer than we actually are. Like I think we, like some people, I think, just assume that this Jetsons future is like right around the corner, but I just, I think we're, we're. Far, we're far from this stuff becoming an actual like integral part of our day-to-day lives okay when the smart home does become a thing 
does Apple share a meaningful part in it? No. And then rounding out this part, are Apple's best days behind it? No. Hmm. Okay. All right, got a couple more. Uh, do you have Do you have these written down? Am yeah. I going to be able to easily ask you? Oh, dude, you can't reuse the same questions. What? I thought I got to ask you. Uh, no, no, not at all. Okay. Uh, you're, you're welcome to. You can recycle some of them. Okay. Um, uh, this was, I think this was a, um, sorry, the actor studio question. Uh, who are <laughs> three people in history that you admire most? And you can't say Lincoln. Damn it. Really? That was going to be my first one. And you can't say Doris Kern's good one. <laughs> um, I would say, well, this, this is probably colored by the fact that I'm currently reading a book about him right now, but George Washington, Martin Luther King Jr., and Steve Jobs, hmm. which, I think ni- which I think nicely encompasses you know, the um, topics here on the program. Are there any... But like, I would have said Lincoln if I was allowed to, just for the record. Is there some common thread that ties those together, or is there like a theme behind that? Um, well, I, I guess maybe not intentionally as I was thinking about it, but you know, if I had to put something on the three of them, it would be that you know, all and it I guess it's it's a little weird to put Steve Jobs quite in the same category as as a Washington or a you know, a, a king, but it you know, they were clearly trailblazers in the sense that all three of them did something that was incredibly uncertain, that there was no blueprint for, and was incredibly risky to them. You know, and in the case of, you know, Washington and King was literally risky and for their livelihood. And then with Steve, you know, a lot of what he did was financially very risky. Hmm. But, you know, but I think it's, well, I don't think, I know that, you know, all three were in, obviously incredibly successful. Okay. Uh, what is your greatest extravagance in life? Living in San Francisco. <laughs> is that a serious answer? Yeah. Okay. Costs okay. a lot of money to live here, man. Okay. All right. But it's worth it. All right. And then rounding this out, would you rather be right or happy? Right correct answer uh-huh all right so do you want me to send these to you or do you want to ask your own stuff send send, send, send them to me but I, I think we'll 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 mix this up a little bit i like this all right so my question for you is why did you agree to start doing this show because if memory serves i had to convince you a little bit i don't, I don't remember history that way but i think i i think i don't know one, I'm I'm self conscious about public speaking and that kind of stuff. But uh I this is just fun. I don't know. Like I've I spend an ungodly amount of t- like I've I don't consume a lot of media. Like I've stopped uh I watch way less TV than I used to and I don't watch a ton of movies, although I'm trying to change that because that feels like something I should do more. Um I still read quite a bit, but I, I listen to just, uh, so many hours of podcasts and I thought it might be fun to do and it's a good creative expressive outlet and it's it's a a good chance to catch up with a pal weekly so no yeah i think it would think it's fun i was a little bit reluctant at the start but no it's it's a a fun thing do you think 
So you said you were you felt a little self conscious about public speaking. Do you feel like this has actually improved that? A tiny bit. Okay. Yeah. We're 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 helping people, including ourselves here. <laughs> sure. Yeah. What's your favorite earliest tech memory? Uh, if we that is well, earliest, that's tricky because yeah. I would want to say the iPhone, but that's still pretty late in life. But that's kind of one of like, there, there are certain foundational like moments like that. And I think that's probably the biggest, but otherwise, I don't know. I think when we first got the internet, I think that kind of changed things. Like, uh, well, we don't want to go too deep into, um, our history so people can like fish us and stuff or like, uh, <laughs> but, um, like remember when, uh, in mission viejo, they rebuilt the library, like back in like 1995. I, I certainly do. Yeah. That was like one of the first times I'd experienced like high speed internet and like modern computers. Cause like we had, we had all new computers that ran windows 95. Yeah. That's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. And like back, and back then we had this old at home, we had this old 386, uh, computer running windows three one one that didn't have the internet. So I think that was probably kind of what, um, what like set things things off for me. I'm surprised that when they reopened that library after the remodel, they didn't um, rebrand it as the library at Mission Viejo. Well, I think the shops at <laughs> the shop. <laughs> this is super local. Nobody's going to get this, but I think the shops at Mission Viejo was after the 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 redesign and relocation of City Hall and the Mission Viejo library. Yeah, I, I think um, I think you're right. Yeah. Also, Mission Viejo, safest city in the nation, I think like three times running in in the uh, late 90s. So, yeah, big ups for uh, Orange County. So, perfect segue into my next question. So, Southern California or Northern California? I think we've talked, I don't know if, if I was talking about this with you or somebody else, but um, I wanted to know like when you like the switch flips like i still feel like somebody who's from southern california who happens to live in northern california and i'm unsure of when that changes or if it's just kind of like that thing where you never really feel like you're an adult so i don't know i i if it was cheaper northern california all the way but part of me always kinds of thinks that oh yeah everything would be uh slightly nicer in southern california as long as i had air conditioning if you weren't a extremely successful podcaster and um well we we won't reveal your day job but if if you weren't successful at what you're currently doing what would you be doing Are we saying that this dream occupation has to pay well No or am I, am I saying that like I'm independently wealthy and and Oprah is is, is subsidizing my existence we've we've sold the podcast to microsoft for let's say seven billion dollars although i think we could probably get more if we tried why would microsoft buy this yeah they buy everything would it only be available to xbox live plus subscribers <laughs> uh, yeah that's right <laughs> off topic that i'm, I'm so good. i'm so glad that nintendo finally got on board with the uh online gaming cost money thing uh when we when we get back to news next week we should we should cover that because that that is shaping up to just be an utter disaster i love it because nintendo people were always so uh so smug about um using their 15 digit friend codes that they had to call people on the phone with but hey it's free well now you're going to be you're now you're going to be paying 30 dollars a month to use your phone for for voice chat wait sorry 30 dollars a month uh-huh no. Oh, no no well no 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 30 dollars a year sorry oh god I'm like, <laughs> that's insane Okay, um, yeah. 
but we will we, we'll get we'll come back to that yeah sorry what's the question uh what what was the question which one are you uh i'm mike with a y <laughs> hmm. uh, oh it was, it was dream job or something yeah, yeah um yeah. i don't know i'd probably photographer or writer it, it depends I, I would write things with pretty pictures inside of them He'd be a, a, tra- a travel blogger. That's what I was—I was gonna say, but no, I don't like traveling. <laughs> uh, no, I, I would. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, th- I, I enjoy writing, but the thing is, I feel like if it ever became an occupation or something where, like, I had deadlines and stuff, I wouldn't want to do it. But also, right now, when I don't have deadlines, I don't do it nearly enough. So, yeah, uh, TBD. Either either writing or photography or or a mix of the two. I'm gonna change up a question that you used slightly earlier. So if you had to switch to only using an iPad or only using a Windows 10 laptop for a year, what would you do? But my phone still remains an iPhone. No, let's make this interesting. Let's let's say that the the phone the phone goes for a year too. So all your all your communication has has to be done through either the iPad or a Windows 10 laptop. iPad. Yeah. I hate Windows 10 so much. I, I, I think I think that's the I think that's the right answer though. Like, uh, no, no iPad. I wouldn't be happy about it. I'd be using that iPad and and some uh, mediocre keyboard attachment to to complain about how bad it was. But and now I couldn't get any real work done. But yeah, iPad. So you notoriously only care for baseball you're you're not a particular fan of the other three major sports in the country but if you had to pick a favorite team from each of the other three sports as your favorite team who would they be for basketball i would say the warriors just because i'm not a bandwagon fan bandwagon no they're just fun to watch like i i I, there are reason there are many reasons i've already talked about why i don't care for basketball unless it's the playoffs which i also or sorry, sorry it's called the finals i think (laughs) <laughs> but well no they don't call it playoffs there it's 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 the nba postseason then it's the finals no it, the, the playoffs are the first three rounds and then the the last round is the finals yeah so like the 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 playoffs are way too long and i think there are as somebody who likes baseball and and i understand there's 160 or odd games but there are way too many games in the nba season so they they, they need to fix that um but no i would watch the warriors in in uh, in the nba Fun to watch, and also the, they're, they're winners, so that helps. Uh, what are the other major sports? You said three <laughs> other major sports. I only think there are two. I think there's football and there's basketball. Hockey's not a sport. Oh. Sorry, no, no. Hockey that you play is a sport, but the NHL is not a sport. <laughs> <laughs> I think most, most people would probably have the other viewpoint, but... Um, football... I really don't like football. Um... Let's say, let's say the Cowboys? Question oh, mark. God. Okay. Because I could I could pick like a bunch of cheaters, like the Patriots. <laughs> I I don't I don't even know why, but I don't like the Seahawks. Good. And then everything else just seems like a mess. Who's what's the team that uh, Wizkid Harry Enton likes? The Buffalo Bills. And is there a reason why that's significant? They're. So they have a really sad history. So they they've never won a Super Bowl. 
during, I believe it was the late 80s, they went to three consecutive Super Bowls, which, I mean, that, that never happens. It's, it's rare for a team to even go to two in a row, but they went to three in a row, and they lost all three. Hmm. I think t- at least two of those games, too, were, like, in heartbreaking fashion, where they, like, lost on a, like, last-second play. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then hockey. Um, I don't know why I always hate on hockey. Uh, hockey is fine. Um, it's just, I just don't like the fighting in it. Um, the, the let's say the the Anaheim Ducks or yeah, why okay. not? Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. whatever. I don't know anything about the Sharks, uh, the Kings. I don't know what their deal is. The only the only team I I'm aware of was in the '90s when they kept winning a lot were the Detroit Red Wings, and I don't know if they still win a lot. But now the, um, let's say the Mighty Ducks or just the Ducks. They're they're just the Ducks now. Got it. So we've talked we talk a, a lot about movies on this show, but I, I don't think I've ever actually asked you this question. What what's your favorite movie? All right, if you can't give me one, give me like a top three. But if you can if you can pick with one, that's the way to go. I would say my favorite movie is probably No, I'm probably gonna have to pick a top three. I would either say so I would say favorite animated movie is Wally. Favorite like classic movie would be Rear Window, which is an Alfred Hitchcock movie that's very, very, very good. Um and then It's not a very good, uh, probably not uh, going to read or uh, read as a great choice, but I I really like the movie The Truman Show. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Actually, ooh, no, I I scratched The Truman Show. Uh, Apollo 13 is a great movie. It is. Yeah. That's That one is always, uh, it's on cable and I will, I will stop to watch it. I respect the choice of Wally too. I, I usually refer to that as being my favorite. I, I kind of put Toy Story aside because that's just such a classic. But like my, my favorite non-Toy Story Pixar movie, and I get funny looks a lot of times for picking that. But it's great. Wally is just one. Just the animation, just visually. If it like, if you just turn off all the lights and put it on a big TV, like it's a, it's a beautiful movie. Um, the story is great. It's got the perfect amount of like kind of cuteness and stuff. And just Wally's the best. The the only thing I'll say, and I, I get why they didn't do it, but it's a bummer they didn't do it sticking with the original concept of having it be a silent film. I think that that would have been really cool. Again, I, I get the the realities of maybe why that wouldn't have worked, but I mean, those first 20 minutes are the best part of the movie. So if they would have just sort of carried that through the rest of the film, I, I think that would have been awesome. Anyway. Was it supposed to be entirely silent? Like would Wally and Eve have still made their noises? Or Yeah, just... yeah. There'd be, but there'd be no... Like, human dialogue. Human dialogue, right. I would that do was, that. Okay. Yeah. That was that was the original vision for that movie, but but I think a lot of the um, likability of the characters and that kind of stuff is, are the how lifelike and how expressive the uh, the sounds that the the robots make are. So if it's entirely silent, that wouldn't make sense, right? Favorite favorite gadget you've ever owned? Got to pick one with this one. Not giving you any any wiggle room. Ever? Hmm. Ever. But that's tricky. Do you do you mean like most important or I liked them? Hmm. You can interpret it however you want to. Hmm. That's really hard. Um probably the Blackberry 8700. Okay. It yeah. was it was the first uh like full like um 
like it's the first phone with push email and, and internet everywhere. And it was built like a rock and it had brick breaker. And it was, it was a very good functional machine. That's not a good choice. I don't, that's really hard. No, I, th- I think, I think the 8700 is fine. If I, if I was forced to get a Blackberry, that would have probably been the one that I got. But the, like, then there's also the iPhone 3GS, which was just a, a game changer. But then there, hmm. Oh no. That's hard. Okay. No, I, th- I think I think that's that's a good answer. All right. If there's one thing you could change about modern day Apple, what would it be? <laughs> Easy. Make the Mac a priority. Okay. No, like this. And this, uh, I, I threw this as like a one-off in uh, in our ideas folder of because uh, somebody I forgot where this was uh, from, but somebody had posed a question of is. Um, does Apple have like a, a social like obligation to continue making OS ten? And you immediately said no, and in the and I was like, yeah, the answer is yes. No, I they, think they they don't. They totally do, because I think the way Steve Jobs thought about the Mac and personal computing, I think like the reason why it got so much attention and they kept churning out such great computers, even though that wasn't necessarily making them all their money, was because personal computing was just that important and it doesn't matter so no i think the mac even if it's not that big of a profit generator needs to be that important to to, to modern day apple the the tools that your developers use to make the most profitable products for you need to be top notch and they're not anymore more more to come on that i think mm-hmm Okay, so the, the, I've, I think I've I've stayed away from asking you just the same questions, but a couple of these I got. That's all right. A couple, couple of these are good, I think. Um, <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Um, three people in history you admire the most, and I guess, I guess I'll put the the linking caveat on you too. Um, Bill Gates, Alan Greenspan, for better or worse. Um. I feel bad if I don't choose like some like social or moral leader, but like because you put Martha, Martin Luther King Jr. and you can't. Uh, um, yeah, I'll throw Steve Jobs in there because okay. this is a T-word show. That's right. But no, but Bill Gates, uh, I think more so than anybody for the way that they ran Microsoft and tried to make Windows the glue that held the world together by driving down the cost of personal computing did more to advance society and civilization than almost anybody else in the world. Had it not been for the insane growth of Microsoft in the 90s, Apple would not be doing what it's doing. Nobody else would. The internet would not be as available to everybody else. Actually, no, sorry. I scrapped... Uh, who did I say my third one was? Steve Jobs. Yeah, he's out. <laughs> uh, we'll do a combo of Sergey and Larry, uh, Sergey Brin and Larry Page. Okay. Because Google yeah. making the world the information accessible to the world is yep. There we go. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Um, and the, I like I like these two questions back to back here. The ones, the first is a um, company or technology. Do you think people are underestimating? And then you say trend, but I'll also say like maybe company or technology that you think is overhyped right now. So under underestimated and overhyped. Underestimate this could be I'm it's probably uh, a cop out, but I'm gonna say Amazon. Do you think people have really high hopes for Amazon and and the Echo and that kind of stuff, or do you think it's it's appropriate? 
It goes back to what we were talking about either our last episode or the or the episode before that, where it's 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 the Netflix thing where it's just all of a sudden it's like, well, crap, they're everywhere. It just it kind of feels like it, it feels like that hasn't happened quite yet, but it, it feels like that's the direction we're going. So I I don't know. I I, I definitely think it, it's, you know, the Echo and kind of the Alexa ecosystem is a little overhyped in in the tech the tech bubble but i don't i don't know by how much anymore so yeah i'm i'm going to say amazon just cuz they they run almost the entire internet based off of uh aws they're like just in, t- in terms of e-commerce that is like what mo- like in america in particular but in most developed countries when people think of shopping online or buying anything like the like countries could switch to Amazon gift cards as their currency, and that would be fine for most people. Uh, with with their same day delivery, with um, them becoming probably soon the world's largest uh, shipping company, um, like with everything they're doing, like I think Bezos is a, a madman who's who's going to continue to stop at nothing to make Amazon kind of the center of the universe. So no, Amazon. So what about overhyped? Oh, virtual reality. Hmm. So uh, by, uh, by a mile. Okay. And, and that's speaking as you, you got, you abandoned your Oculus. I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's uh, so not going to be a thing for, for at least another 10 years. All right. And then the, the last one, which was your last question. Would you rather be right or happy? Right. Yeah. Right. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Take with it. <laughs> with 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 the facts or with alternative facts. What's the What's the listenership of this show? One half million. <laughs> so, uh, oh, at least, yeah. And no, I mean, I think I, I see at least that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those all those beautiful people out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That was fun. Yeah. All right. What time are we at? Uh, we are. I mean, after after all the edits and stuff, we're probably only maybe about fifteen minutes in. All right, but <laughs> we're 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 about a, about an hour or so. Let's call it. All right. Do you want to do a little bit of news? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You don't have anything else, do you? Uh, no. No. Okay. You want to talk about Apple's earnings? Yeah. Um. Yeah, actually, I, I do think there's maybe a little bit more to say this time around than there's been the last couple of quarters. Yeah, so they they it was doom and gloom, and people were freaking out about Apple's uh, was last quarter was their first earnings miss ever. Is that right? Was it was it a miss compared to their guidance? I think the guidance was in line, but earnings per share was slightly below consensus expectations, something like that. And also, it was it the second quarter or the first quarter of uh iphone year-over-year declines it was well i think that that was the trend all through calendar 2016 right so that was i think that might have even been like the third quarter quarter of that so yes i mean iphone shipments were i think up like five percent uh year over year um so the iphone is was it stopped shrinking like people were feared it had they thought peak iphone had been reached uh, we got some other updates. I, uh, iPad sales are still down uh, year over year. That continues to be a product that seems to either have really long replacement cycles or isn't um, 
the future of computing as people seem to have wanted it to be. And then, uh, yeah, uh, offhandedly, uh, Tim Cook says uh, that the Apple Watch had a record quarter, which has no actual um, empirical measurement, but uh, apparently it's it's record-breaking. Um, I think that you know, my some of my takeaways are iPad sales continuing to be down. You know, some people have been wondering for a few quarters now when iPad sales were at least going to like level out, but we're still seeing uh, it was a double digit decline, right? It was like thirteen percent or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> which has now resulted in iPad revenue dipping back below both Mac revenue and other revenue, which had, had not been the case for a while. Um, it's, so it, I think a, an uncertain future about the iPad, not, not, not the death of the iPad, but just, just an uncertain future. Um, and then I guess, you know, the other thing that I continue to, to wonder about is how, kind of everything else in the company is doing like specifically like apple watch you know apple doesn't break out apple watch sales you know they they're not obligated to so they shouldn't they're i mean quite frankly they're a lot more transparent than a lot of their peers are with this stuff but um i would still i'd love to see in more granular detail how even things like you know airpods too and just like kind of all these accessories like how they're how they're doing It'd be interesting to know the kind of the percentages around like um, attachment rate, you know, with something like AirPods or or the Apple Watch. Well, like according to the earnings call, isn't the aren't the AirPods apparently like their best selling wearable or or didn't didn't they lump them into the wearables category? I th- I think so. Yeah, which which is a little weird. And also the AirPods, like because I'll, I'll admit that this weekend I was going to go. Um, like I, w- I was uh, out in the city and I forgot my headphones and I was like, you know, I'm going to go see if anybody has AirPods and they didn't. So I'm glad that that's we'll, stopped uh, me. We'll, 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 come back. we'll come back to that next week. Did you buy some? Well, we'll come back to that next week. <sighs> okay. So, I, I, yeah, that's a weird, like at Apple, I don't understand how they either, uh, I was about to say misunderestimate, like our, our <laughs> can, uh, sorry, George W. Bush era stuff. Um, how they either don't anticipate the proper demand or how like the supply chain keeps f- not meeting the output levels that they need it to. It seems like Apple, whenever they have a hit, just they can't keep it in stock. And it seems like in the past uh, it, with with Tim Cook, like he was always such a fantastic like operations leader that like they never had those issues. And I know the company's getting bigger, but is why why do you why do all these new products keep having such shipping delays and like I don't, they were always so great at at modeling out what demand was going to be like and it seems like the 7 plus airpods all these types of things in in certain versions of the apple watch like whenever there is demand it doesn't seem to be there i think had you had you asked me the question of the one thing i could change about modern day apple it, it would be having it be so there's there aren't these crazy product shortages anymore that that I, I, more and more, I, I can't stand that whole process, particularly around whenever a new iPhone comes out. Yeah. I mean, because as Apple grew and, and, and like year over year, so like they, last quarter they sold 78 million iPhones. That's right. Yeah. But the year prior, it was like 74, 75. Yeah. Like I right. just, 
Apple was always so good at anticipating demand and kind of modeling out what was going to be there as they grew. And I know eventually, like, it becomes really hard to manufacture that many iPhones in, in such a um, short period of time. But, like, get, get it together. I mean, because and so many things keep um, keep slipping. Like, I'm not even talking about, like, software development cycles or the fact that the iPad uh, isn't receiving any, like, software support or that kind of stuff. But, like, the Apple Pencil, AirPods... Um, seven plus uh the um the portrait feature on the seven plus like a lot of like things like they just don't seem to be matching like the usual like product release times so it just seems weird that apple is either uh, announcing things too early for whether it be um like to placate investors or, or whatever it is but it just seems like it's a bad customer experience when anytime there's actually a product that seems to be like what people want is that it's it's just not in stock or unavailable because I, I don't think it's cute in the sense that it's uh like oh apple stuff is so, like yeah so in demand that it's impossible to get i think it's more like just apple can't meet the demands of its customers right yeah um, i think the other the other key the, the the last the last takeaway i've got which gruber called this out today on daring fireball which is you know, i think a lot of folks were thinking that maybe we'd see a decline in the average selling price of the iphone with you know, pressure coming from the popularity of the iPhone SE and perhaps, you know, folks not being as excited about the 7 and just being content with going with something like the 6S. But the average selling price of the iPhone is actually up, I think, 3 or $4 year over year, which is, um, which I think is a good sign for Apple. Because I, I, I do think that the 7 was their weakest if 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 you subscribe to this whole kind of like TikTok theory of of upgrading, this was the weakest tick upgrade they had. I mean, maybe ever, right? Uh, yeah, the six S was kind of meh, but um, yeah, like for well, no, but that but this but the six S was a talk. But the the six S, well, but I, but the thing is, I think the six six S seven is a is a TikTok talk. Okay, well, sure. But Again, I think it's it's a seven in name only. I guess, it, well, so maybe put a different way, like on this kind of like every other year kind of bigger upgrades, new form factor, et cetera, et cetera. This has been sort of the most disappointing year for that. Sure. Yeah. But despite that, you know, the iPhone is selling in higher volume and the higher end phones are selling better than ever. Because think, I mean, think about that. They've sold more units than they ever have before, and they sold them at a higher average price. That's 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 pretty good. Can can I float a, a dumb conspiracy theory? Can do you think the do you think there's a chance that Apple could have fit the seven plus's camera in the seven, yet they held it out on the seven plus only to drive up ASP? Yes. You don't think it's crazy? No. I think it's plausible, and that upsets me. <laughs> I think I, I I'm pretty fifty fifty. I, I could be I could be convinced either way, but I, I would not be surprised at all if it was a way to drive up margin. And again, that's that's the thing. Man, Tim, it, it seems Tim like the, Apple, the storage man. the storage stuff has always been that way too. What What do you mean? Just with the the like the going like sixteen to sixty four. But that's always been fine. Like I mean uh, that I I I get. Like I, I, it's scam is the wrong word, but like I mean that that's a that's a valid business practice. 
But in terms of like uh, device size, like that's you're forcing people to ha- to purchase like to if they want a certain feature to step up to a uh, device size that might not be right for them just to drive up price. That's kind of lame. Even though it should be right for everybody, it's not though. <laughs> it's it's really not. All right, I think that, okay. that's about all I've got with the earnings. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, the the, I, the only thing that this goes back to for me is, is just the the whole iPad thing. Like, and, and Marco had a had an article about this too. But just like, what if the, like everybody was like, oh, the iPad's the future of computing and all this kind of stuff, and everything's going to move over to just all these glass screens, and and it seems like it's just not that way like all this like the super mature software that people were expecting was going to be written for the ipad isn't being written multitasking on the ipad just isn't really there yet certain only like a very small subset of uh, people who are adamant that the ipad can be your everything computer are actually doing that and like year over year for like the past like two or three years like the ipad just is in decline from its peak in 2014 i don't know that just seems like um i'm not really sure what apple plans to do about it or if they're just going to kind of let the that product coast until something something happens i don't know hmm. yeah speaking based off the my uh, using my ipad for the first time in months now and all my software being out of date on it um i, I guess that says what that says <laughs> i do like the ipad pro though but just yeah, i don't know the iphone is so damn versatile i mean this is this is not an original thought and i'm sure we've even said it on the on the program the iPhone is a must-have. The iPad is a nice-to-have. I think it's kind of as simple as that. All right, and in the hierarchy of needs, uh, phone, Mac, iPad. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, and then what else? Well, so I I had one. If, if yeah, I yeah. May. Um, so I the, this 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 caught my eye this week. So uh, we got some numbers from Nintendo's latest uh, financial results call. And they talked about uh, Super Mario Run. Um, 78 million downloads. Um, I think it's, what is it here? It's like 40 million um, came within the first four days, which I guess that's that's not super surprising, but still pretty remarkable how there was that huge rush out of the gate and then things have kind of leveled off since then. But the most interesting thing is that of that 78 million only five percent have actually bought the game so as as a reminder the way this works it's a free download you can play through the first three uh levels i guess is like the first world and then if you want to play beyond that you have to pay uh ten dollars and only five percent of folks who have downloaded have done that and i guess the, the reason why that stands out to me is because it just kind of feels like if anything was going to be more successful in terms of having a higher conversion rate, it's going to be Mario. And it's going to be the first game Nintendo puts out because that's where there's just going to be so much excitement around it. Particularly when you couple with all the co-marketing that was clearly happening between Nintendo and Apple. But so I, I guess like, does this, does this mean that 5% is like the ceiling on this stuff? And if so, like, what does that mean for overall app economy so a couple of things so first i don't uh, again i don't know much about video games but four million or a little more than four million uh game copies sold doesn't sound that bad that's not great is it that's not for a 
for a kind of like AAA release or a big Nintendo release, you'd you'd expect quite a bit more than that. Mm, okay. I'm trying. I guess I, I can, what I can try to look up here is like I've looked up something like Mario Galaxy sales figures. But like, here's the thing. One, I think, I think Apple has and and well, no, Apple specifically has done this to developers on their own because they've they've driven down the price of software so low and done so little to help make premium pricing viable that i mean kind of what can you expect um and also i think i don't think this was their best shot i think whenever nintendo makes a version of mario kart for ios i think the results of that will be the best possible scenario so when we see the results of that i'll think that's that's the ceiling for for paid mobile gaming conversion because mario run like I played it and I had a little bit of fun with it, but I kind of was like, whatever, this wasn't really what I was expecting. And it's, it was, I mean, but I'm not a gamer, but I think Mario Kart, I think for almost everybody, that's an instant buy at almost any price. I think that they could come out with that charge 20 bucks and the conversion rate would be substantially higher. So for reference, um, I'm on Wikipedia, which is never wrong. Um, it says that Super Mario Galaxy sold 12.72 million copies. So just to kind of put that into perspective. Yeah, but it's, out for, it's been out for a month and a half. Yeah, but generally with games, you know, the majority of your sales are going to come within those first couple of weeks. So, you know, maybe they get a million more or something like that, but hard to see too much more than that. Well, and also, I think the investment has to be smaller in this, right? Uh, pres- yeah, presumably. Yeah, I don't know. I think they probably did pretty but, well. But remember, I mean, but if you're also think about this though, think about it in terms of revenue. So Super Mario Galaxy is a fifty dollar game, mm-hmm. sell- at selling almost thirteen million units, whereas this is you know four million units at ten bucks a piece. So I think it's uncharted territory, but I think it's probably promising enough where Nintendo will eventually put the well they'll, they'll get the gold they'll they'll pull out all the stops and put mario kart on there because that is the the best possible touch mobile game yeah i mean we'll we'll see i think it's it's a bit of a auspicious start for nintendo yeah and then i think the only other thing i had was um and this uh, this is just kind of like a throwaway thing, but uh, this will be the first baseball season where you will be able to watch the Giants uh, streaming. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think I, I garnered the uh, most excited Slack reaction I've ever gotten from you. Yep, <laughs> I think it was it was a, it was a triple uh, rotating light, <laughs> the new ugly iOS ten point two rotating light. Um, yeah, like I'm super pumped that I no longer have to use my. Um, my uh, TiVo uh, Romeo streaming, which is which is fine, but it's it's not as reliable as I'd want it to be to watch the Giants because I don't, Major League Baseball and NBC or or whoever have finally worked out the the licensing rights, and um, you'll be able to stream the content that you already pay for, and that's super super exciting. So I have to admit, I was so excited just to send that right over to you because I knew you'd appreciate it even more than me that I didn't even read the details. So is this just everything that you'd want it to be? You're just going to be able to stream it right in the right in the app now. 
I assume that basically it means that uh, CSN Bay Area will know will have will now be eligible to be streamed in like the Xfinity TV app is what I understand. Got it. Yeah, which is not bad. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, to to pivot over to the Comcast thing that we were referring to earlier, which apparently links up. Uh, maybe Comcast figured out that it was our hundred hundredth uh, show anniversary, <laughs> and they're like, you know, we're, we're going to screw with them one more time. No, uh, I, I tweeted at Comcast to fix this uh, this uh, account cancellation issue that I had, and uh, their Twitter support fixed it right up for me. So, so good on them. Wait, did did that really that really worked? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, within like uh, four hours. It must it must have been the pull from the show? They must have seen who you were. Exactly, but no, it's it. It was just such a bummer that you first you you, you call to try to like. So I'll, I'll let people like. So I, I moved a couple months ago, called to cancel my service. Everything was fine. Got somebody really nice from retentions who helped me out. Except apparently he didn't actually end up canceling the account. I got a call like a week ago saying, "Oh, you owe two months worth of service." I'm like, what "The hell? No, I don't. I pay every bill on time." And then uh, I called, got some outsourced support uh, who said nothing after like 15 minutes and they transferred me over to retention to basically told me uh, tough noogies and then to twitter i go and and problem solved so anyway all is well that ends well all right well we've learned a lot about ourselves so we should probably uh skip picks of the week and just uh encourage people to maybe uh browse the back catalog look for some uh episodes that might be of interest to them and then uh, tune in next week. I think that sounds like a plan. All right. And watch The West Wing over again. Join us. 